And now joining us on the line, Professor Dirk Kotzer from uh, the Department of Political Sciences at the University of uh, South Africa. Uh, Professor, thank you so much for your time. Good morning. Thank you. Now, firstly, is this a case about Takula's guilt or innocence, or is it about the integrity of the IEC? No, I, I think we, we have to make a distinction and say that it is uh, an, in the first instance about uh, Pansi Takula and their conduct, um, but it, does, it did affect some other officials also. Um, so she did it not completely on her own. The CEO, the current CEO, uh, the, the, the CEO of now, uh, is, is, has also been implicated. Um, and the, the former um, uh, deputy CEO, who in the meantime resigned, uh, was also involved. But uh, So to some extent, there is the officials, the top structure of the IC, or the former top structure of the IC, um, is involved. Um, but it is now very much focused in the person of uh, Pansit Lakula. Now, how do these reports, the Public Protector's Report and the ter- uh, Treasury Report, affect the integrity of the IEC and, by extension, that of the election? Well, I, I think the suggestion that's been made is, is that there was a very close relationship between her and the senior INC person who was involved in the, or is involved in the, the company who owns the, the building. Um, so that means that there's a political connection involved here and that the other parties are, are feeling that uh, that might have created a sense of bias by her towards the INC and not towards the other parties. Um, that is why we are also seeing that the INC and the DA are the parties who don't support this uh, application for inquiry or that she must ultimately resign, while it is the smaller parties like COPE and the UDM and the EFF um, and the ICDP who are really insisting on, on this inquiry and uh, for her to resign. So it is also, there's also a political split in, in, in this application. Mm. And just looking at uh, what uh, Tlakula's uh, council have come up with, they have said that uh, it is not enough time for her to file an affidavit in response, but they've also gone on to say that uh, the implications would be if she had to leave the commission, that it would be undesirable and unpractical, and if she were to leave, it would have effect on other operations in the IEC, because very often she has the deciding vote in meetings. Well, I, I think this is an overstatement. It is obviously trying to present a case in, in this situation um, and trying to create the impression that um, she is there without it, the, the IC won't be able to function properly, which is obviously not the case. The IC has a long institutional memory. Um, it has been quite successful in, uh, in four national elections and a similar number of local elections. Um, and they, they have a big staff, and there are quite a number of senior persons um, the commission itself is is a experienced one. Um, although they lost uh, three of their uh, commissioners last year who retired, uh, but still the commission does have the institutional capacity in order to deal with this election. So it doesn't depend entirely on Pansit Lakula's presence to have a free and fair election in South Africa. And of course, the multi-party forum threatening that uh, they would uh, call for the elections to be declared null and void should she remain in her position. How serious a threat is that? Well, it is obviously something that must be taken into account. But I think once the election has been conducted um, and there's no clear indication of no administration or bias towards certain parties, then it will be exceptionally difficult to prove it. Also, I think the internet, something like that very much depends on 
concurrence by the international community and by the international organizations who will send uh, observers to South Africa. And I think that is almost completely unlikely uh, that the international community will go that way um, and say that, that an election in any sense was unacceptable in South Africa, given the, the standards of elections up to now in South Africa, and that South Africa to a large extent sets the standard for elections, at least in, in African countries. Um, so that is, for me, will be a very unlikely scenario. And uh, finally, in terms of uh, setting a precedent, what will this send out to the IEC? Well, I, I think the IEC will be much more cautious than um, in, in future than, than maybe in the past about their own conduct. Uh, we know, for example, that the by-election in Klokpe, then in Potsostrum last year, there were similar challenges to the ANC and they were also taken to court by the independent candidates there to suggest that the ANC isn't tired or independent. And they didn't succeed there uh, to a large extent. But I think these are all signals to the to the IEC that they must accept that the South African public and political parties don't automatically accept their independence. They must prove it from uh, election to election. Um, and they must not accept automatically, therefore, that there will be just support for them. And I think it's a, it's a good wake-up call in general for the RAC. Uh, but as, as I've said, I, I think it is not that we must be concerned about the, the RAC's conduct at this stage, that they have become politicized. And that was... Uh, if they do